Okay. Three, two, one. Welcome to Grapple Mania, baby. And this is your host, Claire Jones. <laughs> and my co-host today. Big Russ living 17 trucks this week. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> and I seen you with the blue trucks working on the hammies. Oh yeah, you know you 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 know how it goes down in the iron paradise. I hear that man. It's your man, tribal chief, the southeast. You know it rhymes, so you you know how it go. Yeah, tribal chief of southeast. Tribal chief of southeast. I I didn't pick this name for myself. That's fire. I was listening. That's fire. Man, I know you was from Southeast, man. I'm from Northeast, man. I didn't know that. It's not a problem, is it? <laughs> no, 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 sir. We, no, sir. We want no smoke with Southeast. No, sir. <laughs> I'm not saying you laugh. I'm not saying it like that, man. You know, I mean, now, you know, you like your Shawn Michaels explains a lot. He seemed like a Northeast dude, you know. All right. Uh, I'm going to need you to watch your mouth because I, fe- I felt the sarcasm in that tone right there, brother. No. <laughs> He seemed like a, a Northeast dude. Hey, hey, you can't tell me that Austin don't seem like a Southeast guy. Come on. <laughs> Shout out to DC, everybody. Shout Come out on, to man. DC. SOB? Sean Michaels represent Northeast because he's he a pretty boy that'll, that, that, that'll whoop your ass. So, yeah, all right. That's, yeah. that's uptown. <laughs> and, that's, uh, and, and Austin is as hood as it gets. I mean, he country hood, but he hood. You know what I'm saying? Uh... Yeah. Look, look, he goes to work drunk, you know, talk trash to anybody. I can name about five dudes from Southeast. I ain't going to put them on black. They do that right now anyway. Uh, nah, Austin from Solomon's Island. When the Bama took over Titan Towers, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, like that. that was hilarious. Like, that's how you answer the phone? You do it like this. What the hell do you want? <laughs> legend, legend. Legend, man. One day I'm a y'all gonna have the great debate, man. Who's better, HBK or Austin? We're gonna have the great debate one day. I'm just gonna let you take here. over. There will be no HBK slander ever. Rusty nipped that in the bud, man. I haven't slandered his name in like oh, in over a year now. Come on, man. I, I know. Come in some chat, man. It's in the bud. We, we, we well, straight almost a year. I mean, we, we made peace of Christmas with the ornaments, man. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you remember the bet, so you couldn't use HBK slander, right? And I haven't. I haven't. No, yeah. I haven't said no slander. Yep, check out the past shows on Spotify if you want to hear the bet. Yeah. And some and some slander. All right, so man. Before let's... we get into it. Oh, Go before ahead. we get into it. Uh-huh. Rick Boogs is a star. In the making, I'll just say that. Now you can go ahead, Sam. I'm just go ahead. <laughs> I tell you this: they need to actually do something real with him, like have a concert with him and stuff soon. Because we'll talk about it. Because I got the pleasure of actually hearing his voice live, and this is real as it get. But my thing is, my fear about the gimmick is I think it could overweigh his welcome if they don't do nothing magnificent with it. He won't be a champion with that name. Jericho is kind no, of. Worried. I don't want him to be a wrestler. I want him to be strictly a musician. To be honest with you, 
He don't ever have to get in the ring. He really don't. He could be a hype man. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind him as yeah. being. I mean, shit. Jimmy Hart got away with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Let him make some theme songs. Something, shit. Hey, but you already know he's going to be in the ring. Look at his physique. I know, man. Well, he got the charisma, too. But Jimmy Hart wrestling's version of Pharrell. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Hart. He alive, right? Yeah, yeah. Dang, right. man. Cool, cool. I mean, what you mean, dang? Let's be honest. It's sad as hell, but, you know, I'm believing us, man. It's sad. Who you going to do the mouth of the south like that? He still I, don't want, I don't want to. His heart is still pumping. That and man had me. That man had me almost crying for him at Legends House. Man, didn't he write the honky tonk man shit? Yeah. On sideburns and my hair slicked back coming through your town in a big Cadillac, just a honky tonk man. <laughs> I am so bad you actually know the song. This <laughs> shit is hilarious. It's hilarious, man. It's hilarious. Well, that's how you know I'm a wrestling fan because I know. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows HBK's theme, or like a lot of people know Edges, but the Hockey Talk man, that's dope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was about to say, if you knew my man Slick's theme song, I've been, I've been size. I forgot that joke, man. That, that shit was funny too. Uh, cause I'm late on my rent. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get straight to it though. SummerSlam 2001, man, live from Elysia Stadium, the home where the Raiders play. And hot ass Las Vegas, Nevada, but the stadium was pretty cool. First and foremost, I had the distinct pleasure of being there, me and my family, you know, my daughter and my wife. It was a, a great experience, laugh. Some things went wrong, laugh, but we're getting, but for the most part, man, the best part about being there live with the atmosphere, man, is being there with your child, especially when they're young. Like, first wrestling experience, man, to, to see her get up there and chant, even the booze. He was saying Cena suck. It was hilarious. Just because people was cheering. It was like her first, you know, time in that environment, man. So I recommend, man, anybody got a family, especially like a young child that's getting into wrestling, please take them to a live event. Okay, so who was she rooting and booing? All right, so the wrestler she really rooted for was Charlotte. I guess because she's wearing her favorite. Listen, I guess she was wearing her favorite color pink. And that robe was so fly. That was a beautiful robe. We're getting to that though, but okay, okay. I mean, she cheered for Charlie. Oh, she she cheered a lot for Edge. Yeah, she knows something. All right. And she popped for Brock out there. She actually cheered for Brock out there. Nice. Yeah, but yeah, Charlotte, that's her favorite. I that she jumped on top of the seat, clapped and everything when Charlotte won. Yeah, my daughter, my daughter likes Charlotte too. That's what's up. I think it's the robes, man. That's my oh. short. That's my that's my daughter like. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. Some of her jokes be in competition with Daddy. Like she she be having some flower. That joke she wore Sunday was very flat. But let's get, let's get right into it, man. So we're gonna do it a little bit different. I'm gonna talk about it from a live experience, and I want y'all to talk about it how y'all seen it in TV as far as production and everything when we get into it. Because you know I had decent seats. I was in the hundred section. But I wasn't, you know, too close to the ramp. I was like a little bit over by where they did the pyro at. Okay. 
So it's a couple of it was a couple of camera shots that was in my section. And let me tell you, man, my session was on fire. A lot of the chats you probably heard on TV, if they let them go on TV, was from my section. Like I had a great section. Some cool people, man. Okay. But let uh let's get right to it, man. Um, first and foremost, I don't know how the hell this was the kickoff match. I don't know why this wasn't on the main card. But um before let's get into a biggie versus Barry Corbin, the kickoff match. Tell me what y'all thought of it. Uh it was I mean uh, it was there. Good match, but it was there, it was just there. Now I go I'm gonna be honest, man. You know, as a DMV native, the first song you hear on big speakers made by Wale, that was a big moment. Love it. That's what's up. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie too. Uh TV don't do justice for a lot of these themes too, man. I got to enjoy a lot of these themes more because of the because of the music in the um, stadium. And um it was a rocking crowd. Some of it was taped off because they ain't gonna have a hundred thousand at on SummerSlam. But they did have a great audience though. Fifty five thousand. Fifty five thousand was there rocking the house. So shout out to everybody that came. Like I literally have friends last minute telling me I'm coming to the event. It was Man, crazy. I was hoping. I was hoping. I saw you on TV next to West Side Gun. <laughs> no, no, I don't got. I don't got twenty thousand <laughs> for a ticket. But yeah, yeah this. <laughs> uh, this this was a good match to open the show, though. I'm glad that uh, Biggie got his retribution. Now, one thing I'm gonna get into later too is. If I see the same spot twice and they don't get the same reaction and one did it longer, that's kind of BS, but I understand. But Big E speared through the ring. It's great to see live. And I ain't going to lie. The reason why I'm mad this is on the kickoff, because other than Roman Reigns, I think Barry Corbin is the most interesting character in the WWE to me. Personally. Well, they, they kind of just destroyed that tonight. But, yeah. Getting in there. I like I like I like bum ass Corbin. I like I love bum ass Corbin too. Yeah, but I guess that's over with now, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I don't know. You haven't watched SmackDown tonight yet? No. Nah, but they said they said he won. They said he won a little bit out of Vegas and stuff. I hope they ain't give him the whole Cameron Grimes treatment. Okay, so all right, so I, so I won't spoil it, man. Yeah, they they yeah. I, I, the bum ass Corbin gimmick should have went on a little bit longer because it was. That was the only because y'all know, y'all know, I didn't like Baron Corbin. I used to always say he got go away heat, right? And now that he be, he became bum ass Corbin, man, that, that, that was the only time I was actually interested in him. It was entertaining, it was funny, right? But I just hope they don't kill that character again. That just goes to show, man, booking makes a difference, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was really into that character. Yeah, we got. I gotta watch SmackDown. I get you got me so I'm gonna watch SmackDown because I was very interested in that character. But I mean, it wasn't as long as it wasn't longer than what it was supposed to be. Good match. I give it a. I give it a good. So, uh, what do y'all rank the match? Well, what do you rank it, the match, Russ? Um, it was it was it was a good match. Um. I wish it, it should have been on the main card. It should have been like a stipulation, not the money in the bank, but it should have been something added to it, you know? Right. Um, 
Right. But yeah, it was a good match. Right. I, I mean, I missed that. I was indisposed at the time, but I'm glad they're not taking us through some whole crazy storyline like the Miz and Otis and all that. I'm glad they not doing that, man. Cause that yeah. was a pain. Yeah. All right, let's get to the next match. You got the Raw Tag Team Championships. AJ Styles and Niggalees, a.k.a. Almost, Tag Team Champions versus RK Bro. What y'all think of this match? First and foremost, welcome home, Matt Riddle. That was a great pop that you got coming out with the school there and everything. That was pretty dope. And, I mean, Randy is Randy. I mean, Randy is, like, doing some of the best work in his career right now. I think this is, this is like some of the most I've been interested in Randy since the age of Orton gimmick. Be honest with you. <laughs> to make his legacy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He really in his bag. All right, so how did the interest and everything look on TV to y'all? Explain how the match and everything look on TV to y'all. The, the same as the, the normal. To me. I mean, well, I don't know. I've never been seen like a pay-per-view, so, you know. I guess like any other pay per view. I mean, it's good to see Orton. He's been gone for like what two months. Uh-huh. Yeah, something like that. I mean, there's normal like you know, seeing them one, you seen it all on TV. Well, at least from my perspective. But yeah, as far as far as the match itself, what did you think of the match? The match was cool. Oh, uh, good match. Good match. It was a good opener. Yeah, it was strong. Um, I had no no complaints, man. I'm glad to see my man Randy won. With the with the cholo uh mustache and goatee combo, the American yeah. mustache, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it was a good match, man. I mean, I don't know if AJ Style and almost ran there. Uh, if they tag team, they ran their course in there on the verge of splitting up. But you know, I mean, it was good while it lasted. Even if you know, well, I'm gonna say they didn't really. Sh- Hopefully, I'm gonna say the outcome. I hope we get to see more of Randy and Riddle in action on Raw or whatever. Because, as y'all know, like, well, I know you ain't really been watching Raw like that. Because, but like AJ, almost for a minute, it was like after they won the titles, they wasn't really on there. They weren't really shown like that. It's like they went on vacation or something. I think they're just doing as much as they can to protect almost, but it's time to put them out there to see. Because, yeah, because he got he got almost got that Kevin Nash mood set to a T. Yeah, Same did you see that like choke slam to the apron he did on Riddle? Oh wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was mean. But I ain't gonna lie, AJ AJ and Randy just got good chemistry together for the most part. Yeah, it works. It 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 does work a lot and. Can I be honest? I think Randy like tagging with Riddle would really like put his career to the next level. Because I'm be honest with you, I thought Matt Riddle was getting kind of stale. I knew I was shitting on him before he joined uh, Randy. Since he joined Forces, man, I'm liking Riddle more and more as a character on WWE yeah, programming. Yeah, when he was feuding with Sheamus, um, I thought I thought the Riddle gimmick was I I thought he was just on his way to the bottom. Like mid card for life type shit. Like I, I thought he was on his way to the bottom, but right when he got when he got with Randy, I'm like, all right, I like this combination. I, you know, I, I like. The story. But the thing I'm, is, when they split up, I think Riddle is a main. Riddle could be a main. Yeah, he could. 
He could. He has the personality. I mean, I just wish he wouldn't I do that. I think he could that. put on a good match with anybody too, because Riddle is very technical. He can do the half line striking thing. Everything they want in today's wrestling, I think he can put on a good match with anybody. Yeah, but they really got to make him legit. They really got to make him legit. What you mean by that? I think he's very legit with his. No, make know, make, make, him, make his character. Got to make his character seem more legit. More serious. Take, yeah. yeah, more serious. Yeah. More kind of like he was. More like he kind of was in the Indies, make him less like goofy stonerish and more like I'll beat your ass. Right. Yeah, man, he got that. He only he even look high when he's on camera because he be he really be yeah. Yo, he, he's the he's shaggy really, of Monday. He's night, the new, he's the new RVD when it comes to that shit. He really. I don't be. know. I don't know, but WWE's wellness policy, man. I don't know if he's really smoking. Nah, the I don't think they really be tripping over weed like that no more though. They looking for the roids and the cocaine and shit. Yeah, but I mean, made the age. Yeah, I think, yeah, like, I mean, everybody know he's going to do him. Why you think he got kicked out the UFC? It ain't like he was a bad fighter. He was killing an ultimate fighter and all of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the great MMA career before he was forced into wrestling, basically. But what y'all give this match, though? I give it a good. I'll give it a good. I think the crowd. I think the crowd was great this match. Actually, like Riddle got his pops at home, and I mean, the RKO live. What can you say? The RK fucking old live. That is one thing you have to see as a wrestling fan before you die. Yo, I'm gonna overreact. I'm gonna give it a great. I'm not mad at that. Let me give it a great. I like. I like the time. I like the booking. I like the finish. I like the timing of the yeah. title change. And they, yeah, and it was a per, it was a perfect opener. I give you that. Yeah. It was a perfect opener to a big four pay per view. Mm. Now you got to remember they had competition the night before, so they had to start off kind of big. Yeah, I think the title changed. Everybody wasn't expecting it, so I think it was a good it was a good booking decision. Mm-hmm. But would I eventually give it back to AJ? Almost maybe. Yeah, I, I give it back to him at maybe like uh, not not uh, Survivor Series. Nah, it ain't gonna wait that long. Or whatever, whatever pay per view was in uh, October, October, like Night Champions or something like that. I think it is Night Champion. That's I thought that was September. That's next month. No. September is a uh, extreme, extreme Rules. Okay. 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 Now the next match. Oh my god, how the fuck does he even make the damn card or anything? Now, did y'all actually hear the crowd on this match before I name it? They yeah, they kind of yeah, I know what you're talking about. They, did, they did, kinda, did you hear did you hear shit on it? On TV they made it sound dead. <laughs> so they, they they probably blocked out the booze. Oh man. Going ham, you can't wrestle, all that. Going ham. But anyway, you had Alexa Bliss. Versus Eva Marie, along with do the do drop, do the do drop. But anyway, I don't know, man. Nah, Jack's trying to make me uh, regret the do the do, man. But nah, uh, they had their interest music. I ain't gonna lie, Eva Marie, Joey Sound, I laugh. I was like, all right, hurry up, get to the ring. Alexa Bliss, her theme song is all over the place. I do like the little 15-second breakdown you get every two minutes. But other than that, yikes. Mm-hmm. 
nothing yeah. about this character, like nothing about this match I enjoyed. No, I did enjoy the end because dude, well, I'm not calling no damn Drew Drop. Piper Niven to yeah. actually be solo because she's really a force to reckon with. Piper Niven should be a, a Raw Women's Champion eventually. Piper Niven could fight Rhea Ripley right now and it'd be NXT UK all over again. Her and Pete Dunne got to be cousins or from the same t- same part of England because they sound just alike. <laughs> like they both, they both, they both talk with that weird high low thing. Mm-hmm. Like they, 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 like they sit there, they sit there and cut promos like they're asking questions the whole time. <laughs> if you listen to their voice, nah, I didn't even, even know Pete Dunne talk, but listen to him. He was like, I don't even want to. I don't even want to review this match yet. So let's do a quick Q and A. Do y'all have any questions about the live experience of this? Um, no, because I've been to a, I've been to a live event. Yeah, right. Um, is- I, I'm gonna say I, I feel like even Marie really came back. I really they brought her back just to make. Piper Nevins look good, maybe eventually. I don't know. I don't. Give, I don't give two shits about any of this. Get her off TV, please, because she. Well, the, and you know what the bullshit about it is? This is the time around the time when Allegiant Stadium whole POS system broke down, so all the concessions, refreshments, if you want to buy a T-shirt or anything, it all went down. You couldn't buy nothing. They they just started giving a little bit of stuff out for free. People oh, stole some beer. It was pretty crazy. What the hell is going on with WWE and all this bad luck with that? If it ain't the, if it ain't Peacock, is the live events like what's what? hilarious? This dude awesome. behind me had a sign that said Peacock sucks. It was hilarious. Which it does. Sorry. Every time, because you know, I mean, between just like probably when y'all was watching the commercial, it would fade to black and show a Peacock commercial. And everybody's like, Peacock sucks. Peacocks. But anyway, it's hilarious. But um, this match for shit. I mean, this is definitely warm cheeks of the night. Open rhinoceros ass. Yeah. And I swear, WWE, I've been to a live event. I've been to a live event. I know how I know how they work. Like they got the people around the front row controlling. The crowd, so I know, exactly. so I know everybody was shitting on that match, and I knew what they were going to do on TV. I knew exactly what they were going to do. I mean, the booze, the booze was thunderous. <laughs> you didn't hear it. You didn't hear it live. We, we but uh, Alexa did get a little pop though at the end. She did get a little pop. I don't know because the match was over or people actually like it. Now people like Alexa. That was definitely pre-show material. It, it's, it's no show material. This shit shouldn't I mean, even happen. That too. That too. I'll call it. I, I'd rather they just did uh, Piper yeah. Nevis versus Alexa. That'd have been fire. But Piper would have to get over. Piper would have to beat Alexa. Uh, the only thing I can say about this, man, nothing. Um, I just rank it warm, real cheeks in, in the name of Russ. <laughs> It it, uh, it, 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 it,
when Bianca came out or Charlotte and what was the point? Well, let me ask you this because I because I might have missed something. You was there. What was the point of uh uh of what you call Nakamura coming out? Well, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Let's go ahead and rate this real quick, big wrestler. Let's get right into that shit. Rhinoceros, pizzle, warm, well ass, whatever animal genital you want to call it. That's what it was. <laughs> mystery meat. That shit is ranked mystery meat. <laughs> <laughs> mystery. Meat. I like that. That's definitely a new ranking on here. I like that. <laughs> mystery meat. Mystery meat. I like that. I like that. We we can replace the bottom of mystery meat. I like it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into it. They better stop making Sisuke Nakamura a circus clown, okay? He's a legit champion. He's an intercontinental champion. Why wasn't that defended instead of having this shit? I would rather see... I don't know. What's going on with Apollo? Is he hurt? Possibly. Oh, he getting buried. Like, somebody should have fought this man instead of having him have the interest. Now, I go lie. Rick, his voice is really that loud. It projects. See if Pat McAfee the table live because I was sitting like behind the announcer's table. It's hilarious. Yo, they let him do whatever, yo. He really because, they, because honestly, he don't need the WWE. That's why. Well, let them try to calm him down. He'll just leave. He he's has, sick. He, 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 he wasn't on SmackDown tonight. He, he's sick. He got sick. I know. He was at home. His, yeah. uh, his podcast, whatever, he'd come on like a scene or two and then he'd roll out. He was laying in the bed doing his podcast. Oh, McAfee? Yeah, Pat McAfee show is amazing. Though. I ain't gonna lie to you. But anyway, <laughs> back to Gravel Mania though. They mm-hmm. need to stop. They need to stop wasting Shinsuke Nakamura and his talents. They starting to make him look like a sideshow because his interest. Yeah. The interest comes with extremely great wrestling skill. I'm mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that pissed me off. I'm gonna be honest. I'm like, that's all they had them for is a fucking interest. At first, I thought they didn't even go live. I thought they just did that to bring the audience back after we booed the shit out of this match. Man, they could have at least put on like an impromptu match. match. You know what I mean? Have somebody come out and challenge them. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that was so random. <laughs> Something. I would have taken a squash match. I would have taken a squash match. Like, have somebody run out and then he roll them up. What is Sami Zayn doing? Watch SmackDown. If you watch SmackDown, you'll see what he's doing. Well, I'm talking about that night. Oh, that night? Yeah, let him come out there. Somebody. Jesus Christ. Apollo, man, he held the freaking title for I don't know how long. He was barely. He got to be hurt or something. He got hurt? I don't think he did. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, what was Kevin Owens doing? Like Kevin Owens could have been. Nah, he get he getting some time off. Yeah, he'll be. Well, he's, he's, he's at McAfee place tonight. Kind of All right. Yeah, let's get, let's get to the next match real quick. This is actually one of the better matches. Now, I give you this: I missed a little bit of the beginning of the match right at the entrances because it was bad from break for the little one. Uh huh. But the U.S. the interest was dope. The interest the interest was dope by uh, Damian Priest. I ain't gonna lie, man. Seamus proved Seamus is a future Hall of Famer, man. Why do you like it in that? He's a future Hall of Famer. I think he's a minute. Uh huh. I like Seamus. Always there. 
Well, the U.S. Championship match, Sheamus versus Damian Priest. What was your thoughts on the match? I'll let you take it, bro. Um, it was it was a good match. Um, but to piggyback before before I get into it, I like to piggyback off of what you said. He's a future Hall of Famer. You know what I you know what I like in Sheamus to this era. Um, to me, Sheamus is this era's. He's very similar to Razor Ramon in a sense. Uh, why would you I say get, that? <laughs> because because he don't he doesn't need the title to be relevant or be over. He's had the title in the past, but he doesn't need it. You can he doesn't need it. Yeah, but he don't have machismo. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not Razor Ramon. Don't get me wrong. He's not Razor Ramon, but he's similar. He's this generation's version of it of him because he doesn't need the title to be over and everybody still likes him you all everybody agrees he's a future hall of famer i mean he putting it on for his style of fighting he's like the only one that can still put it you know what i mean because you don't got fit finley or nothing no more so it's good to still see that bruiser style of wrestling that's well yeah, needed. Every, generation, every generation has that guy who doesn't need the title but it's but it's but it's over it can get over for a long period yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, I, I get you, but this will probably be the weakest one out of that list, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, you, definitely. If definitely. you go about errors, you go in the 80s, you would say Piper would be that guy. Yeah, Piper in the 80s. Um, you know I mean? Razor Ramon in the 90s. Yeah, uh, and, the, yeah Razor Ramon in the 90s, yeah. definitely. And of uh, 2000s, that's still a question mark, because I said I got to think about that one. But of like the 2010s, you could say Sheamus. It's hard to say 2000 because everybody won the damn title. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to get the damn title. If you think about it, yeah. But um, <laughs> I, li- I like the match. But huh? to get back into the match, man, I, I like the match, man. It was uh, I, I like the book and I like the finish. I like the story. I'm glad Damian Priest finally getting you know the spotlight because yes. he deserves it. Yes, he deserves it. Yes. You know that Bama got Boston Tea Party teeth, but he, he just, I tell you, <laughs> the man of a thousand teeth. Ripley's believe it or not, this shit baby colored man. This shit. <laughs> I tell you, it look it looked like the old old nineteen thirties cartoon when the cat smiles and be piano keys and they get smashed up. Tom and Jerry teeth. <laughs> yeah, you, man. That joke, yeah. I tell you, like Tom Hanks and Big just walking across the floor type two. I tell you, huge. But (laughs) it was a good match, though. It was a nice back and forth. Uh huh. Oh, it wasn't too long. It it didn't have to be. Had a nice face to it, man. Um, I would say this though: Priest got to be careful, man. He ended up hurting himself doing some of those moves. Yeah, every time we do that, that that one-legged moonsault off the second rope, well, not moonsault, but like that front flip. Oh, that plancha? Yeah, I'll be, man, I'm just like, bro, I hope he don't trip. That motherfucker linky, too. (laughs) Tall, too, so. I I feel like, man, I feel like he actually hurt himself for real, hurt his back for real, messing around with things. Not sure, but, you know. Seamus wrestles stiff as shit. <laughs> I mean, tasty, man. but, but you, he, he can hit him stiff back. That's what makes it great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, you know what I love to see? Ain't like I he baited with it. 
I would love to see a match between. God, I can't wait for this. I can't. I, I, I hope. I hope they call these people up. I can't wait to see a match. I love to see Sheamus against people like Timothy Thatcher. Um, Pete Dunne, <laughs> Walker, Chris Benoit too. I would have loved to see nah. that too. No, I'm talking about oh, Timothy Sheamus Thatcher. and Walter. You said Sheamus yeah. and Walter. That'd be a classic. That'd be a Sheamus classic. and Pete Dunne. Sheamus and Pete Dunne would be dope. Well, I mean, can I be honest? It's like Walter is like my one A, and Roman is number one. Like. I think if Walter wanted to come to the U.S., which I don't think he'd do the work, I, st- I think he would be just as over, or if not, right under Roman Reigns. Yeah, he could be. Could Walter be. the man. Like, yeah. Everything about him, he, like he still has that wrestler mentality. He's like the only one that I can think, still think, you know, some of his shit is real. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a very rare breed. Like he, like he's the he's old school. You don't see too many like that no more. He literally beat the fuck, literally beat the shit out of Dragunov, bro. My man was bruised up. His neck was purple. After that. Yeah, he might have had the hardest chops in history, bro. But like I was wrecking all of them, Steamboat, all of them. He might have had the hardest chops in the business. Yeah. Wow. I want to see Walter on the main roster against like Sheamus. And Pete Dunn, man, Pete Dunn. I like him, man. Overlook him, man. That that dude is. I love him. like that. He he he's entertaining, but I ain't gonna lie. One thing that blows me about Pete Dunn, like I get the whole joint manipulation thing and all of that, but it's like his start, his psychology is off. Like he'll start working on a knee or something, then he'll go straight to the hand the rest of the match. No, if you got the knee hurt, keep working on the knee. If you're going to do that, you got to hurt somebody's hand each match because it makes your psychology look off at the, at the point. But other but than see, that, he's good. But I see, where they, I see where they're coming from with it. I see where they're coming from with it. Like they, they, Even though he may work the knee and then go and try to crack your fucking fingers, like, I mean, he just – But the thing he, is he stays on the fingers. He stays on the fingers. I can see it's just like a signature, you know what I mean, like a five-knuckle shuffle or something, but – he does it the whole match sometimes. I'd be like, bro, that, that's not what you were going for in the beginning. Because that's one thing about like what made Ric Flair so great. If he attack your arm, he's going to make it look like he's punishing your arm the whole match. Or yeah, if but like people, Psychology you means But I feel like you want that you want that Brett style. And I, and I get it. I get it. Because Brett, he is perfect ring psychology with Brett. Because he would go for the knee, attack the knee, Set you up for the shot, the knee or the back, the knee in the back, and he'll just attack that shit all night until he weakens you up for the sharpshooter. And the announcers used to call that. So, I mean, I, I see what you mean. I, I see what you mean with the with the ring psychology. <laughs> yeah, other than that, he's great. But I wish I get a shame and Damian Priest match. I give it a good. It was, it was, it was quite legit. It was, was a good match. It's one of the better matches. It was good. What's your good. thought, Big Russ? Ah, uh, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I complain. So you wanted to say all right. All right. I'm sitting here watching the ending of SmackDown, and I'm just it like disgusting. Uh, Mark, I know you won't like it. I, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. You know I hated it, Russ. I seen the ending. 
I don't like the nigga. I don't like it because somebody was missing and got. Damn it! All right, we'll, spo- we'll spoil it for the world before we get to the next match. Before I we mean, get down to the back down nobody, match. Nobody, that no, before tomorrow, Jones, you gonna watch that shit? I don't want to. I probably don't want to. Just t- tell the world. You gonna tease the world? What happened? <sighs> so we bought. You really want to know? Yes. First bullet club. All right, so we about to get Finn versus uh, Roman, which I'm I'm okay with. Yeah, it's extreme rules. He's a filler. No, next week. <laughs> oh, next week? Wow. Then we're about to get we're probably gonna get a six man pretty soon. With uh did, did Brock Finn come tonight? That's what's Finn. important. Did Brock come tonight? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> One more point for AEW Rampage. <laughs> if they do it right, I think they won now, but if they do it right. Well, they just went off. All right, next match. You got brothers versus father and son. You got the Usos down. Hey, that song rocks live. Versus father and son, the Mysterios, the legends. I don't like Dominic. What's wrong with Dominic? I don't know. I, I'm not a big, the biggest fan of him. He looks like a Spanish Walter. And I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't like his face. Mexican man. Walter, man. Mexican Walter. I said Latino. <laughs> yeah, he's a Mexican. Well, I'm not gonna say he's a Mexican Walter. He looks like a Mexican Walter. I mean, I can see, I can see the father and son duel splitting up very soon, man. I'm glad the Usos retained the title, man. I, I really like the heel Usos. Like they, they can, they good tweeners, man. I give them that. I ain't gonna lie, they rock the house. I mean, the fans was on the Uso side. The, as soon as that music hit, down since like people singing it and everything. I want to, I want to see this version of the Uso's live. I've seen the other version. I want to see this version of the Uso's live. It's entertaining, yeah, me too. bro. It's entertaining, bro. How they held up the titles and walked to the ring. <laughs> yeah, legendary, legendary. Well, I, I mean, it was a good match back and forth, but yeah, Dom, yeah, Dominic Green is goose shit still. Like, I kind of wish he had more time in, like, you know, developmental or something. He needs to go to NXT. I mean, simply that. I wish Walter. I wish Walter. I, not Walter, but I wish Seth put him out for a little bit longer. You know what I mean? So he has some time to train. But I mean, so far for what he's doing, this small sample of work, I'm not gonna say he's the worst. He's one of the best at selling in the business already. I give you that. I thought he almost killed himself tonight, man. <laughs> ain't by choice, though. I mean, people just beating his ass. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, Bro, like I told you, he's a WWE Mikey Ripwreck. Yeah. ECW fans out there. Or oh, he he spiked Dudley because the way Roman yeah. powered on that bam over the top rope, top rope. That's what I'm saying. Like, he taking moves you see in video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, nah, this is a uh, kind of entertaining match, man. Yeah. They actually really went at it. But I ain't gonna lie, man. The Uso, I mean, the Usos are great. The match was fire. Yeah, that match was fire, man. Oh, that 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 was one of the highlights of the night, man. Between Gray coming out and the Macho Man gear. Yeah, that was fire. Mm-hmm. That was fire. I miss when he used to come from the ground, though. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. One thing the show was definitely missing is Pyro. Then he bring back Pyro. 
don't know why they ain't have pyro. They ain't had pyro since Undertake Undertake almost uh set himself on fire, right? <laughs> nah, they had pyro since then. I mean, when AJ used to first come out and all that, they had pyro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They just stopped doing it like a year or two ago, but they, I think they had pyro WrestleMania, though. But it's outdoors, though. Raymond James, you know, we in the dome. I thought they had Pyro doing that Thunderdome. Yeah, I think they did too. I don't I know guess why. Because nobody was there, mainly. The I, staff. I, I, I guess how they set up the stadium too. Maybe how they set up the stadium. Okay. It was only allowed to have that because yeah, Goldberg. Yo, they had smoke. They yo, hey, Goldberg entrance was trash. I wish you get Boo! Thing. We gonna get into that because <laughs> you talk about loudest <laughs> pop of the night the wrong way. Woo! I'm just waiting till we get to one certain I have a live experience for that ass. But uh, this was a good match, though. I, this was, let me ask you this, though. What match was better, the Usos or the Mysterios or the match before that? Because that'll be the best match of the night. Usos, Mysterios. Us, yeah, Us. It's more entertaining than Seamus and Damien. I have to agree. I have to agree. Usos is on fire. All right, so, whew, man, I don't even want to get into this next match. It breaks my heart. Before we get into this next match, man, Tribal Chief of Southeast, what's our sponsor for today? All right, man, today's sponsor is brought to us by Only Hands, man. That's when you get your strippers and you get your underground fighting and you put it together, man. Only Hands, man. And exclusively next week, no, Labor Day weekend, actually, we're going to have the special edition, Def Damn, Fight for New York, Only Hands Edition. It's going to be real fighters, dressed like rappers, in a cage, beating the hell out of each other. And if you're in the audience and you're lucky enough to get a ticket, bring your weapon of your choice and guarantee someone will use it that night from glass bottles, from mop sticks, the trash can lids. Whatever you've seen yeah. in the great game, Death Jam Fight for New York, be there. Bring your weapon. Mm-hmm. Only hands. Special appearance by Fat Joe, sponsored by Rock. Oh, my God. You, you're willing to see six pedigrees in one match. <laughs> <laughs> Hated that bastard on Death Jam. But anyway, that's your sponsors. Only hands. All right, man. I think we should do a moment of silence for 10 seconds before we even get into this match. Rest in peace <laughs> to a great history making moment on WrestleMania night one main event. Almost for killed all of, for mm. all of this to go down for nothing. For nothing. Mm. We like to take a moment of silence for the EST <laughs> a WWE. All right, let's get to the shit. Before we continue, I got a rant to make. Fuck WWE and they money-hungry ass for doing this bullshit. For the longest, they promoted the match. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, okay? One of my daughter's favorite wrestlers from Sasha Banks. They sold limited edition t-shirts live at the venue all weekend at the MGM if you went to the shop. This match was heavily promoted. Now, when this match started, what happened? All of a sudden, Sasha Banks could not appear tonight. 
Y'all made so much money selling these t-shirts to have people look like fucking idiots because they had limited special edition SummerSlam 2021 t-shirt and the person ain't even damn show up. Well, do y'all know what happened to her? Like, y'all know why she no show? No. She she was they say she was injured, but I don't know. They didn't specify the injury or anything. To I ain't me, gonna lie. I, go ahead, Rush. We might be on the same page. Go ahead. To me, I think it's a it's another it's another mental health uh, episode with her, in my opinion. That's what I think. Okay. Uh, I'm going a little bit different. I thought last minute, the night before when CM Punk made his debut, they said we gotta make it splash. Sasha take the night off. Now, let's explain what happened. First of all, Bianca Belair come out to happen. Then they announced Sasha ain't coming. So here comes the booze. Next thing you know, replaces Sasha Banks tonight. Once again. Forehead. All the time. You had Carmella. Now, tell me. Did y'all pl- please tell me? Did y'all hear the booze? Did y'all get to hear the booze? To that match? No, to Carmella coming to the ring and everything. I believe I heard yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That, man. Oh my god. See it see it's it's crazy between like the sound in the arena and the stadium. Cause you know in the arena it's it's louder because everything reflects off the walls and everything. With yeah. stadiums, this is so much space, it just goes up into the air. So instead of like boo, everybody it's like boo, 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 and it just floats to the heavens. So yeah. literally, literally Carmella got booed to the fucking heavens. Echo, that's what like, that's what happened. Echo, <laughs> Ricola, boo! Like it was everywhere. It was like everywhere. It was crazy. But anyway, it was like some Vicky Guerrero type shit. It was crazy. But anyway, <laughs> that went on. And next thing you know, I ain't gonna lie. It was one of the loudest pops of the night at the time. Next thing you know, oh, everybody, ah. Losing their shit, singing the theme and everything. I ain't gonna lie. I was one of them. I was one of them. We was waiting for a while. We predict. I think one of us predicted this, by the way, that Vicky Lynch was actually going to appear at SummerSlam. Might have been one of y'all. But anyway, Becky Lynch makes her appearance. Mm. I mean, the roof goes off the place. And then after that. I let you explain, Big Russ. What happened? Uh, I'm sorry, Russ. Can I say something before you go, man? Please? Yes, bro. Because y'all know, this, you know, Bianca is very near dear to my heart. I love her and the Yams. I love, I, I love Bianca, because you know I love Becky. You know, I don't really look at white women, but you know, I love me some Becky. But. They deserve so much better than this, man, especially Bianca. Yep, we're going to get straight into it. Big Russ, what happens next? Becky comes to the ring. Carmella's in there. Bianca's in there. What happens next? Break it down. One of the worst things I've ever seen at SummerSlam, one of the biggest tragedies, robberies, Mm. heinous crimes I've ever seen at Mm. SummerSlam. History. Preach. History, Preach. history, yes. Preach. Honestly, that that's in the that's in an argument and debate of one of the worst matches of SummerSlam history, just off of the decision alone. Oh my God, man! Now let's play fantasy Booker a minute before we continue. I need both of y'all participation. 
instead of what happened, which we're going to get into by not spoiling it, what you think would have been your idea of a Becky Lynch return at SummerSlam? What would you have done in that moment? Uh, I feel like if Sasha would have came, Sasha maybe would have won, got her title back, then Becky come out, destroy her, whoopie woo. Somehow it ends up to what Extreme Rules being a triple threat for the title. So you would have set up a triple threat. Okay. Now, Big Russ, what you would have done? Um, is this if, if Sasha would have been there or doesn't matter? What would you have done with a Becky Lynch return at SummerSlam? Set up a triple threat. If if Sasha would have been there. If Sasha would not have been there, then I would have had Becky Lynch come out After and just challenge her. Bianca. Right. Just challenge Bianca. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. do like a face-off. A face-off and challenge Bianca. Okay. This is what I would have done. All right. Bianca's in the ring with Carmella. Next thing you know, all the people Bianca been beating over the time. They come in the ring. They jump her. Like three people. Next thing you know, you hear the music. Becky Lynch come out. House Bianca. They clear house. Next thing you know, she grabbed the mic. Cut a promo. Good to be back and all of that. But, you know, the man is home, man. I'm missing that. And you set up the match that way. But here's my point. All three of us had a different scenario, and all three of them would have been better than this shit that happened. Now, let's talk about what the, what the fuck happened. Next thing you know. Becky Lynch, hey, we should we should have a fight, hey, you know, in her language. Next thing you know, we're blowing the roof off the place. I'm like, what the hell? We get a Becky Lynch Bianca match? I'm like, this might be better than Bianca and Sasha. Who we know mm-hmm. Becky could go in the ring, and Becky has some time off to really, you know, get her skills back. So it shouldn't be that much ring rust. Mm-hmm. But next thing you know, I don't know what they call it her her version of it, but rock bottom. Rock bottom match over in 20 seconds. Mm. Bianca Belair is no longer your champion. Mm. What is y'all thoughts of that moment? What is y'all thoughts of that moment? Was that I'm gonna tell you, go ahead. Was that even Becky's original finisher? No, it's the disarmor. My god, even worse. Man, a back exploder could have been a finish or something. Not this book, not a fan of rock bottom. But anyway, the arm bar that she used to do. Yeah, the disarmor. Something. Something of it in this. But still, it should have been a match if it was going to be like this. And you know what pissed me off the most? The fans live at my my peers at the my peers for the night. The fans. They actually really cheered for this. What? I hate the stains. You but you ain't you ain't hear the fans? I mean. Come on, people are just still so excited she made a return. I don't think people grasped in their mind what the fuck happened at the time. They were just so in awe that she made it back. Seriously. Because I was almost fooled by it for a minute. I'm like, yeah. Then I thought about it. And then I looked to the person that was beside me. Cool guy from Wyoming. If you ever hear this, holler at me. Next thing you know. Yeah, guy with the Grapple Mania shirt. But anything. Next thing you know. I thought about it. I'm like, she really beat her in 20 seconds with the rock bottom. All this history making shit and all of that was for nothing. And you know what I said? She got Kofi. Next thing you know, you go on Twitter. What was trending? She got Kofi. And that's exactly what happened. She got Kofi. So let me tell So what's y'all rankings for this match? And tell me what was y'all thoughts of that moment? I want to hear a deep synopsis here. 
um, it really took SummerSlam from for me from like an eight point five to a nine to like a complete three. Like it really brought down my like my moral for the or my what is it? I guess the, the morality of the show for me. Like it, it, it was just a Debbie Downer for real, man. Like. I mean, they could have done this so many different ways, and they just treated her like Hu Tang Kai, man. I, I literally wanted to cry for her, man. I felt so bad. Now, I guess this will bring out the heel in her, and you know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, that'll be a change. But it was just wrong. It was wrong, man. Like, like my man said in Tales from the Hood, that shit was wrong, G. Like, she's supposed to be the EST, man. And y'all turned her to nothing, man. I, I mean, it, thinking about talking about it really pissed me off. Y'all don't want to talk about it no more. I'll let y'all go. What was the point in giving her the belt at WrestleMania if you were just going to fucking squash her at the second biggest pay-per-view of the year? What was the point of that? Also... They're going to go a different direction. I, I can see what they're doing now. Bianca's going to be the face. Becky's going to be the heel. Why would so? they even do that? I don't even. I mean, because I mean that's kind of a heel move. Becky did now. <laughs> and you'll you'll know when you watch SmackDown. You'll see you'll see where they're going with this. Okay. Um, I want to see. I really want to see Bianca the heel though. Me too. She was honestly she was better as a heel or tweener. But then again, I don't know if they can make that happen if they got. The street profits is faces, and they link up from time to time. Yeah, but she getting them commercials and shit too. Like she's starting to make an image with that gimmick, so you ain't gonna see it. She gonna be a face. Yeah, but I mean that 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 that, that was that was some bullshit. That was some bullshit. She got Kofi, and it wasn't it was that shit wasn't even necessary, man. Like they could have at least put on for the very least they could have at least put on. Our show. Matched because that's just like you said, that shit might might have been more of an attraction than Sasha and Bianca. Right. And not only did they deserve better, but your fans, uh, you know, like your fans, man, deserve better than that. Like uh, Damn. <laughs> yeah. The the the, <laughs> the you, gotta have you gotta have a moment of silence and then hit the Ron Simmons damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of them, man. What do y'all rate this match? Damn. That's what I'm ranking it, man. That shit was... Did we get, did we get two mystery meets in one night on the debut of mystery meet? Yes, mystery meet. Mystery meet. <laughs> I, I gotta give it a Ron Simmons damn on this one, man. Like, I got robbed from multiple experiences though. I got robbed from a Bianca Becky real match. I got robbed from a Sasha Bianca match. I got robbed. I mean, hell, they made Oscar a surprise. I would have loved that. I, I really wanted to see Bianca in action live. She was one of the few people I really wanted to see. She deserved better, man. She deserved better. Now they got people, they got people on the internet questioning. Does WWE have a you know have an issue with the you know with 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 the black queens out here, man? They, they you know they they questioning that because of that. 
You know what I mean? You can't just put it on the black queens, though. It's everything black, man. What the dudes doing? You know what well, I mean? Like, well, you got you got you got big Bob Lashley. <laughs> yeah, we're getting to that. I I don't care. I kind of agree, man. Hey, that was like that. Well, he he did that to Goldberg. I don't care. Call it what you want. We're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. But yeah, mystery me. This matches ass. Let's get to the next one. This matches ass too. You got the low budget version of Suplex City, Drew McIntyre versus Gender Endered Again Mahal. This is another match that could have been a pre-show if they were gonna do it like this. Next. <laughs> Look, hey, where's Drew McIntyre from? Scotland. Scotland, mate. From Scotland. Okay. The same the same country as Fat Bastard. <laughs> He's stupid, man. And then at the end, Jenna Hall Goon's gonna look at and stare at Drew instead of just attacking Drew. And then Drew and they got get a sword. We really think Drew gonna behead somebody live live in front of everybody in Las Vegas. You know, they gotta get that Mel Gibson shit off TV. Get right. that out of I'm here. trying to tell you, man. Patriot Braveheart 2.0. They should have called this Haggis versus Kerry. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What's y'all ratings on this match? It was a squash man. A long-winded squash match, yo. Please, yeah, don't, say, was, uh... please don't say this is the third mystery meet of the night. No, I wouldn't give it that. It's not, it Thank God. Right. I mean, I mean, I hate no, I hated them damn belly to bellies. Them jokes look so weak. Laugh. It's all right. That's all I can say, man. That nigga Drew, he almost he almost hurt Lashley with one of them shits. I'm like, bruh, like <laughs> you saw that? Yeah, like this is not Suplex City. But I ain't gonna lie though, I am a bit, I am a fan of the Claymore though. I do like the Claymore. Yeah, I like the Claymore, but yeah, yeah. that man. The build up, the build up, and then when they got in the ring, nobody had no emotion behind it. I, I bet it was quiet in that motherfucker during that match, wasn't it? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. People was leaving, hoping the concession stands was working again. Yeah, man, it was a, it was a piss break. I mean, either piece. Drew gonna use this sword or not. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. I mean, yeah, true. Stop, stop bucking with it like you're gonna do something, nigga. Use it. Or, or, or keep it in the rock. <laughs> you go to jail on that. You gonna go to jail on that. Right. <laughs> yeah. That shit be faking with that shit, man. Like, put that shit away, man. Yeah, man. At least Mel Giffen used his. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, this match is all right. All right. All right. Let's get to the match match, which I was actually surprised about. Raw Women's Championship. Triple Thrizzat. Yeah, I got Nikki. Almost a superhero. I like that almost a superhero thing. Versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Now, can I say it once again? Charlotte Charlotte Flair is the best dress in the WWE. She got the drip. She got the drip. She yeah, she, fly. She, she, that she robe was magnificent. That robe is magnificent. I mean, even like on Instagram and all that, I always like their outfits. She be fly. I ain't gonna lie. And then I mean, Nikki Ash, she did enough to impress people and to remind people, even though I'm in this gimmick, I can still go in the ring. Nikki Ash was actually impressive this match. Yeah, but that, 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 that gimmick should be called Nikki Ash. Nikki Ash. 
I like the name, but yeah, I, I, I want to see what layers they're gonna put on the game. And then I mean, I mean, Rhea Ripley is Rhea Ripley. Everyone loves Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is starting to become like a sex symbol to WWE too. Now. Yeah, like a lot of yeah, a lot of people are really liking her look. Like even when she don't have the paint and stuff on, they like her regular look better. Because it was an Instagram pic of her, Orton, and Riddle chilling at the pool on the strip. A lot of people was like thirsting over Rhea Ripley. Yeah, they were. I wasn't one of them, but yeah, they were. Nah, I, I think she's attractive, but you know, yeah, she, I mean? she, she cute. She she's got too many tattoos for me. I can't stand those tattoos. I, I feel it. I mean, that's one of the things you know, kind of into. I like tattoos, you know. But yeah, that I mean, this this match itself was better than I thought. It was actually a pretty good match. I'm not gonna lie to you. And then you know what? Charlotte botched this match. And I ain't gonna lie, that court screw move shot, move stuff she did on the outside with no room to spare, was probably moving tonight. Yeah. It was fire. It was amazing. Like Charlotte really showed off to the point my daughter is like cheering for Charlotte, standing on the chair and go Charlotte. Yeah, okay, just make sure. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a decent match. What's your thoughts on it? Tribal Chief of Southeast. Um, you know, uh, she looked like she, uh, what, what do you call it, man? I mean, you know, I really don't like the gimmick, you know, because she looked like she in the Ed. I mean, when you're from the area, you know what the Ed is, but I, I feel like the Hurricane might be coming back. I, I'm not sure. I feel like he's. they're going to team up. They're going to become something. I don't know. But uh, I was going for Rhea Ripley to win. Charlotte, mm-hmm. I'm not. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of Charlotte either. But Charlotte, man, I was, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was impressed with Charlotte, man. She did her thing. Um, I guess she like what the 30th time women's champion, or whatever. Um, but a good match, man. That's all I got to say. I'm over it. Because I was still down about Bianca Belair, so you know, <laughs> by this point, <laughs> yeah, it took yeah, it took the wind out my sails too. It was a cool match. I, I just wasn't as invested in, into it at this point, so it was just like yeah. whatever. Yeah, uh, it, it it was a good match. It's a good match. I'm glad they got the title off of uh, Nikki Ash, though. So. You know what? I kinda I kinda in the back of my mind wanted her to retain because I mean it's like why did she even cash in? It kind of made that storyline for nothing. I wanted it to last a little bit longer. Yeah, but, but WWE's booking botched that but shit. But you know what though? I, I um a character like her though, I think it fits her better. She's actually chasing the title though. I mean, it's just like a superhero story, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You had a taste of the glory in the beginning, and next thing you know, something happens, and you fall all the way down, and you got to find your way back. And the next day you face him, you're stronger than ever. You're mm-hmm. stronger than ever. You end up coming up top somehow. So I see, I see that. You know what? I see that. I see that. I see that because, okay, by her winning, winning the title, cashing in the money in the bank, and winning the title. All right, she had a taste of glory, like you said. She loses it to Charlotte. Tries to fight and claw her way back because if you have her getting beat constantly, and then when she finally wins, is nowhere to go from there. 
far as a character. Like, you have her lose, then she's done as a superhero. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I think they're gonna bring the if she, you know if she's like I haven't finished Raw, so I'm gonna ask you when they on Raw. Was she still that chipper superhero thing, or was she feeling kind of down? She what this past week? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember because I, I fell asleep on like the second half of it, man. Because y'all, y'all know I get up early, so right. Um, oh, I'm, so I'm assuming like the way she lost, you know. I don't even know. You know what happened? She's her and Rhea Ripley. Uh, they they tag team now. What? Yeah, they're about to be like the female version of Matt Ripley. Oh, they, yeah, they yeah they about to bury Rhea. They, they don't know what to do with Rhea. That means they ran out of ideas for real. Well, they she, put her in the title picture too damn fast. Nah, she deserved to be in there. She just do the booking, got screwed over by somebody who's superior, who is Charlotte Flair. But there's nowhere to go from there. If you put her in the title picture that damn fast, like... I mean, you could go somewhere and still have Fuse and come right back to it when the title's well, right, but it looks you like know, they putting her low on the card. Nah, you know what? I think they're going to do they're gonna do her like they're doing Drew. And they're gonna keep Drew away from the title picture so he don't get booed out the goddamn building like oh, Roman did. Oh, think about this. I mean, ain't the draft so? Yeah, October. Red of SmackDown. I like it. I don't. I don't, I don't think she's going to SmackDown. I can see Nikki going to SmackDown before Rhea. Nah, Nick, Nikki got to stay on Raw. No, you, if you think about it, Fox, Fox, Fox wants the stars on SmackDown. Yeah, and, you know, SmackDown has always been the the wrestling show, the show that displayed more of the good workers out there. That's yeah. why I said Rhea Ripley would be good, and Nikki Ash will still roll because Raw has always been the entertainment show. Yeah, I'm willing to bet on that. Well, hey, what you talking Raw about? Don't have competition. Raw don't have competition. SmackDown do, and Fox is already mad. Reportedly, they're already mad at WWE for not trying to throw the bank at CM Punk as if that was going to get him back there. But yeah, so you know, I think SmackDown, SmackDown is going to be the place where you see the good show, the good wrestling, the big star, the bigger stars. Yes, Fox. They get promotion from the NFL. Yep. <laughs> Why not? Fox, USA Fox, shit, but loyalty. Fox is putting Fox is putting the pressure on WWE, and I love it because we get better. We get a better show as fans. Uh huh. It's either that or SmackDown goes back to fucking UPN. Remember that shit? <laughs> oh my god! What, what, what would that show? That'd be what the CW now? CW Network. <laughs> Well, what? No, because CW used to be WB. Oh, oh you going way back. Did WB. WB turn to UPN? I don't know. It was Channel no, 50. UPN, UPN turned to W. No, no, no. No, because it's a couple of Channel 20. UPN yeah. was like a lot of black shows. Yeah, yeah. he used to play Moesha all the damn time. And the Parkers, uh-huh. which is better than Moesha. I agree. Man, they're gonna fuck around and put uh they're gonna fuck around and put uh <laughs> that shit on. Remember HTS 
where the Orioles used to play back in the day. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Home team sports with fish <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Called Cash Sports. That they will be. Like, you know, TNA used to be on uh, TNA used to be on uh, Fox Sports. That yeah. <laughs> That's a TNA was good though, but um, let's get to the match of the night to me. I mean, Tribal Chief, you could argue with that one, but this one to me was the match of the night: Edge versus Seth Rollins. Mm. Oh my God! Can I can I talk about the live experience in Edge in Edge's interest? Get it? I didn't even think I didn't even think this was going to happen, but they put like a. Because if you notice, the ramp was kind of flat all night. It was just a long walk right to the ring. Mm-hmm. But they put like an extra stage right there. And I was wondering why they put that ramp right there. Why did they put that ramp right there? And the next thing you know, you know, the, the, the brood music started playing. I'm like, oh, my God. Yo. <laughs> That's Spoiler alert. We're going to have... <coughs> Spoiler alert, though. We're going to have an episode where we talk about the best theme songs, and this is definitely one of them. Yes, it is. That thing rocked the crowd. Everybody, yeah! That thing rocked, man. You can see the fire. He come out the fire. My wife actually had a good video of his interest. No, he came out with the classic shades and everything. And I'm telling you, man, shout out to Russ, man, for, for getting me to stay and watch the rest of this, man, because... Russ, you, you helped me out with that one. You said it's going to be worth watching, man. Russ put me back in the mood to watch, man. Yeah, my phone was there like almost the whole show, so I couldn't even, you know, have a chat with y'all. Sucks. You suck. I, I, I dedicated my whole Saturday to SummerSlam. I'd be damned if me and my boys weren't going to watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, man. And then the second part of the interest. By the way, Big Russ, a lot of people were singing Air Song Live. I don't know if you heard it on, um, if they played it on Peacock or not, but a lot of people was actually singing Air Song. I ain't know that many people knew the words. I heard a little bit, a little bit, but on TV, they, they, you heard more of Edge's emotion and scream, screams. See, yeah, you on you on yeah. But the brew, you know what I was about to say, Sam? What? Imagine this back in 2005, 2006, when we, when, when, when when I had bars, you still got them. But when I had bars and we did a freestyle over the brood shit, just imagine. <laughs> Man, it would be no smoke dizzle today. Yeah, true. All, all the ringside jokes would have been us. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, that um fire, man. That's yeah, that's one of the best things in history. And then what an entrance. What an entrance. That is what a big four pay-per-view is about. That is why you buy tickets and go to a stadium for experience like that. I am rewatching it now as we speak. It was so fire. And then, and then Seth, <laughs> Seth Rollins, man. I mean, what can you say about the guy? He he's the he's the bother day ring general, man. He's he's oh, a consummate yeah. professional. I mean, I still think his personality and stuff sometimes can be boring as bricks, just like Randy Orton back in the day. But when it comes to being in that ring, man, he can put on the show with anybody. With anybody. Funny you say that. He to me, he is this generation's version of Randy Orton. Well, Randy, Randy Orton's still there though, Seth. Yeah, he he yeah, he is, but Randy Orton, he he was a champion early. 
put on good matches, good gimmicks, but it's just something missing about him. I, I feel like you give Seth more time. He'll he'll come around. He'll come along. I mean, how much more time we got? He's been in the main event almost 10 years, Russ. Yeah, and Randy, well, well, Randy kind of different. He had Triple H in Evolution. Yeah, D, I think too. Well, they, he had some of his best matches when he first broke out. Yeah, uh, John with Benoit for the yeah. IC title at SummerSlam. Then he had Taker at Mania. And a lot of people thought he should have been the one that broke the streak way back then. To me, Orton didn't get. I didn't really get. I got into Orton when he beat Chris Benoit in 04. But when he was a face, it was like, man, it was boring. But I didn't really get into him until like 2007 when he started punting people. I like I like Legend Killer Randy, Young Randy. I, I, I always was into Randy. I always like Randy. My favorite Randy was from 07 to Asia Orton. Yeah, Legacy. Yeah, Asia Orton. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite too. That shoulder separation really growing that push. But let's get into this match though. The psychology of this match was great. Mm-hmm. This this match really kind of told the story though, man. They like they really was going back and forth, and it was really a match of can you top this? And it's not going to take something easy to beat me. I mean, Edge did everything in the world. He even did his wife finisher. Yep. Like he done hit him with with a glam slam. I mean, Seth, <laughs> you got you got the superplex to the Falcon Arrow. You got the Phoenix Splash. Mm-hmm. You got the regular splash. You literally got everything from Seth Rollins and Edge's playbook. And you know what? I like the finish because the finish was real. Because Seth would not go out for nothing. I mean, he hit the man with the execution and everything. He would not tap or nothing. Right. Crossface, he would not tap up or nothing. And the next thing you know, Edge, like, he lost it for a minute. And he slapped his head like a million times. And then choked the man till he tapped. Mm. And this, it, you, you could tell it was going to be a classic just by the face-off before the match, before the bell rang. You could tell it was going to be a classic. They always give that look to the crowd, to the, and do the face-off. You could tell it was going to be a classic. I mean, when we did the preview, Big Rush, I kind of said this was going to be matching tonight. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we all did. Yeah, we all did. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I do for a fact. And by the way, to rewind that too, Charlotte is undefeated at SummerSlam, by the way. Still, oh. <laughs> yeah, I think what she five and oh, and she won titles at four of them. Ah, uh, baby taker, <laughs> baby taker. <laughs> nah, they ain't gonna let her, she ain't gonna be around that long to be taker. Oh, I think when her contract up, she out. Did she want to uh join her boot, her boot? Maybe, maybe, maybe. If they got room for, if if they got room for, because they only got three hours, they only got they only got three hours of TV. What are you gonna do? If they got room for, she's Charlotte fucking Flair. They got room for her. They They have three. They have three hours. Who who, who is Thunder Rosa? Okay. (laughs) What spot? What spot? She cannot take from there. I'm just saying. Three hours. You know her brick. Her brick Baker would make some money. Why not? I agree, but like I said, I'm just saying they got three hours of TV, and they're already talking about bringing in Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt. Haven't heard anything about Braun yet, but I'm just like, yeah, they, they got three hours of TV. They can't sign everybody. Well, that's what they try to do. That's their problem. So uh, 
Unless they're going to do some roster cuts soon. And that's what I'm interested in seeing. Long term. How this company going to be in the next year? Because some of them old heads going to be leaving and all of that. And I don't, I don't know who's the future. I don't know who's going to be like the future, like who's going to be homebred AEW stars. See, people forget about that. The reason why WWE stayed around so long is the times when it was slow in the 90s and all of that, they had developmental building up their next big names from Smoky Mountain Wrestling on the um, OVW, on the FCW. That's what make them great compared to these other companies. These other companies literally just signed legacy talents of other companies that were great in the past. Yeah. That's the problem. They don't have home-built talent. It's, it's pretty much the best of Japan and WWE right now. Well, they could have homegrown. They could have homegrown talent if they did what they were supposed to do with the damn Jungle Express. They got more capacity. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that. I don't even want to talk about that. That feud with Jericho was garbage. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> mimosa match. I'm trying to tell you, man. You be overrated, Jericho. We're gonna talk about that one day off the year. <laughs> oh man, don't don't ruin Jericho. Man. Just, I, on, man. I don't think he's doing a great job. Like everybody <laughs> think he's doing at AEW. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He had a good first year, but this second year is a little bit iffy to me. Mm-hmm. Well, he had a good first months. Well, I feel like he's taking the back seat to put other people over. Yeah, but are they getting over? MJF, well, are you serious? I think he digressed. I think he went down since he was with Jericho. I think he was on, he was up when he first met Jericho. Well, I think this feud has actually Jericho brought him down. He's been feuding with Jericho too long and been, and been away exactly. from the main event picture. Way too long. That's what I'm saying. I don't need th- Look, he, he should have been he should have been the one to take the title of Jericho off the break. Once he won that ring and he had that feud with DDP, he should have won the title next. Well, I think at the time Moxley was eh, him and Moxley were. Eh. I go. I know COVID. COVID kind of ruined some plans too because I think Orange Cassidy was super over, and I think COVID yeah. kind of slowed this push now. So I ain't going for Jericho for the Orange Cassidy feud, but that damn Mimosa match was ass. Yeah, was. yeah you might as well say you might as well say the Divas fighting the pudding again. Like she was ass. But enough of that tirade. Um, get back to this match of the night, man. This is a classic. This could be one of the better SummerSlam matches of all time. I'm not going to be a person in a moment and say it's top five, but it could be in the top 10, 15 range. Definitely. It was a great match. I think it's a classic. It's one of the matches you're going to go back and watch years from now. What did y'all think of Edge and Seth Rollins? Great match. Great match. Great match. Yeah. Fucking awesome, man. That was a great match. All right. <laughs> Let's get the Bobby Lashley versus Oldberg. Oldberg. <laughs> now, if you talk about a crowd shitting or something, please. Tell me, did they get it right on TV? How did it sound like from Goldberg on TV? It didn't sound like they was rooting. You said what? I mean, to me, it sounded like they was rooting no more. 
they really they really got it. People root for Goldberg. I mean, that's what it sounded like to me. What you think, bro? When he when he entered the ring, yeah, they were cheering him. They they threw some some chairs in there, but they I guess they forgot to mute. They forgot to mute it. They forgot to mute it when Bobby Lashley put Gage in the hurt lock. Oh, we popped. We cheering. Yeah, we popped. We popped. Who got I was out. Even I cringed. I was like, damn. Yeah, we popped. We popped when Goldberg was getting whooped with the chair. We was like, one more time. Oh, man, did y'all get the thank you MVP chat? When MVP pulled last year out the ring before Goldberg spread them on the outside? No, I can't recall. They, they, they tuned out a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. I, they they do a good job because Goldberg was getting shit and oil. It was a few people that cheered for Goldberg because of nostalgia, like the older crowd. But for the most part, Goldberg was getting moved profusely. Uh-huh. Hey, look, let me ask you this real quick: Was it me or did Goldberg react extremely late when MVP hit him in the leg? <laughs> I he, he, did, he he reacted late. I saw that shit too. I saw that shit too. I thought I was the only one that saw that. Yeah, he I saw. He acted extremely late. It's like it hit, like he hit him, and then he was like, "Wait, who was that? Ah, let me fall. Ah." Yeah, I don't know. The match is terrible, man. The finish was terrible. This match is look. The best part about it was a minor guy, a minor got assaulted on national TV. That's the best part about it. That's sad. Like what I saw, MVP hit that Batman in the knee with the cane. Goldberg looked back at MVP, looked back at Lashley, then reacted to the hit. Like, I had to make sure he ain't missed his cue. Yes, yeah, I'm like, I'm like I-, I love Goldberg. Don't get me wrong. I love Goldberg. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, bruh, the man was killed, the Undertaker. I'm like, he we don't want to see that. We don't want to see that shit no more, man. Like, Goldberg, Goldberg is what he a victim of those who got protected, who got protected for so damn long. To the point where they think that they're great because they got pushed. Ouch. But really, it was I love Goldberg. I love the I don't know. Ass. He's ass. I'm sorry. That it it, it made me sick because like, he's not. Yeah. He's not. But he's just old. Like I'm pretty sure he didn't even want to come. Like Goldberg is busy, like rebuilding. Like I'd be following him on YouTube. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's an interesting guy. He's a great guy. I think he's legit. But when it comes to this wrestling thing, he's been asked for a long time. Yo, just he people, doesn't want to do it. Like, never, he, he don't. He don't want to do it. He just tied up in contract obligations. That's all. Yeah, but the sad part about it is when they go out there to get that blood money, Goldberg's going to beat Bobby Lashley for the title. And crown jewel, mark my words. Be, be prepared for the get mad now. Get mad now. Bobby Lashley is going to lose the Goldberg at crown jewel, especially with that sorry ass ending, and then that boy getting put in that hurt lock and Goldberg's reaction. You know they ain't going to let that go. They ain't going to let that go without Goldberg getting some get back. Oh man, the most we'll get is Goldberg punishing him. On Monday Night Raw, 
Please that's, let there be. That's what you want. That's what you want. That's what I want. Nobody wants Goldberg to win. You can tell. But the thing is going to be a rematch, and Goldberg's going to beat him. Because I'm trying to figure out right now. It looks like Bobby going to have some issues for Goldberg, for Sheamus, and for Drew McIntyre. So I'm not sure where they going to do that. But Drew can't uh, challenge uh, him no more. So I don't know how that's going to work out. One on one. Lashley versus Goldberg and Carl Jewel. Goldberg will win. He's going to win in a fast fashion. If they do that, I'll be pissed. Long as Saudi Arabia happy and they can go home. But he's going to get booed when he come back to the States. This will be one of the craziest wars ever. They're going to Saudi Arabia. Yes, they are in October. I don't know about that. Lashley versus Goldberg. For the blood money, for the title, Goldberg's going to be. Look, man, I see, I, I see. Usually I will rock with you on this type of stuff, but I can't. Off the simple fact that you said, oh, Lashley's not coming back no time soon. We told you Lashley was going to come back. He came. They can't afford Lashley. And what they do, they afford Lashley, he came back. He stopped spoiling things. We're going to get into that match. Hey, because it's been a week now, man. Fuck spoilers, man. And honestly, and honestly, you can't rub that in my face because I mean, look what happened the night before. They had no choice. They had no choice. I, mean, I, I, I can't, and I did. I had no choice. They had no choice. No, there's always a choice. What? Let Vegas let let Vegas leave home without another big surprise, other than this Becky flop. That was one of the worst comebacks ever. I yeah. Mean, I mean, yeah, it is. But at this point, man, just look at what they've been doing so far this year. I mean, can we say that we're surprised? I mean, they do a lot of bull crap, man. I mean, it is what it is at this point. I mean, if, 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 Friday, if Friday night didn't happen in AEW, I would have been surprised. But after what happened Friday night at AEW, yeah, the rain was on the wall. But they knew, but people knew CM Punk was coming. It was just a matter of when. They told everybody's coming back that night, that week. But I mean, still, seeing CM Punk after seven and a half years not being in no ring at all. Well, I wasn't really a CM Punk fan anyway, so I can care less. Wow, that's crazy. What? I love, I love Punk, but some of his in ring shit is warm butt meat. That I mean, elbow he's decent, drop. but he's, yeah, he's overrated. That elbow drop is the worst shit I've seen in the. Oh my god, that's just. You said overrated. I, I did. Why would you say that? I mean, that's just me. I can call anybody overrated. I'm picky. You know, I'm picky. No, I, like I mean, but it, I, I mean, you like who you like and all that, but you like somebody for a reason. It has to be logically happening. Do you think you overrated? Punk. I just wasn't impressed with in-ring ability. I mean, it was okay. Okay, that's fair. Punk Punk's match Punk's matches are if it went for okay, his best match in WWE was with Cena at uh what Night of Champions? No, Money in the Bank 2011. Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. That was that was yeah. his best match, right? All right. Um yeah, I mean, he put on good matches like the next 2 years after that too, but continue. Good matches? Yes. I can name a few. Name them. Daniel Bryan, SummerSlam. Uh, decent. Not because of him? Not, be, not because of Punk? What? Not Punk because was of going in. What are you talking about? 
Hey, Lesnar. SummerSlam 2013. Even though he got screwed, he should have been the main event. But, I mean, it's the Rocket Cena. He can't, you know what I mean? I put it like this. I put it like this. Him and Taker, great match. I put it like this. In the ring, Punk is average. The guys he was in there with, damn, you see, uh, above average, above average. Okay. Um, the guys he was in there with, with, you put his top five best matches in there. Those guys were the top performers. Your John Cena's, your Daniel Bryan's, your Undertakers. So, what is John Cena best match to you? My favorite Cena match? I like his first match with Taker. I think it was, uh, what, what the Come fuck? Come on, SmackDown? On SmackDown? No, 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 no. no. Taker? But, that would be his first match, right? When he first went Thugonomics? No, I want to say, was it Judgment Day? It was in like 02, 03. I can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. But it was his first match with Taker. Taker was still big evil before he went back to the dead man. Okay. That's your favorite scene of the match? That one, um, the one with Kurt Angle, the early one with Brock Lesnar. Okay. Oh, it's pretty much Dr. Thugonomics, though. Yeah, well, you know how I feel. He he inspired my throwback collection, so you know how I feel about the doctor. I would say some of his better matches is probably uh AJ Styles, Royal Rumble. Yeah, I like that. I like that one too. Cena had a lot of he had a lot of the fans didn't appreciate him, but to me he had a lot of classics. A lot of Kevin, classics. Kevin Owens. I thought it was a very good match. He, yeah, it was all right. No, nah, the one when he beat him on pay-per-view, his first one. His first match he beat him on pay-per-view. He's NXT champion, Kevin Owens. I thought that was a good match. I mean, some of his JBL matches was pretty fire, too. Shit. This I mean, Eddie Guerrero, Cena in the parking lot was fire. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I forget that one. Yeah, you're right. Um, That one, and even this one with Roman... What <laughs> was dope? So you wouldn't even put a CM Punk match with Cena in top five matches at all time? No. Wow. All right. We all like what we like. I, I thought he was above average in the ring and his mic work at the time was second in. That's why his he got match, that. Can nobody talk matches, better than him? His matches with Shawn Michaels were better than his and matches then, with Punk. And then, <laughs> hey, what about what about CM Punk and Jeff Hardy? Come on. Those were good. Very good. That ladder match was dope. CM Punk, CM Punk pre-pipe bomb Three. was better in the ring than CM Punk post-pipe <laughs> bomb. All right. Now, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Like, when he was leading the Nexus, the straight-edge society, they slept on uh, CM Punk matches. Oh, remember that terrible-ass pay-per-view they had in D.C. called Capital Punishment? You know who had yeah. a classic that night? See a Punk and Ray Mysterio. Look that one up. That's another great match. But look at the guys who's he, who he's in the ring with. But he's not getting what carried, though. Mysterio had a bad match? Mm, he said, when did he have a bad match? It when was- has he got a match where he was just, like, getting carried and he was garbage? 
Well, he'll never get carried because nobody can do his style quite like him. Yeah, never. That's what I'm saying. Like, look at the guy. Look at the caliber of guys that Punk is in the ring with. But you make it sound he get carried. He couldn't hold his own with these guys, which he did. I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he can't. But the guys that he's in the ring with make him look a whole hell of a lot better than what he actually is. That elbow drop is the worst elbow drop I've ever seen in my entire life. It looked like that. That's one move. That's one move. Wonderful. The Anaconda Vice, great submission. The knee and the bulldog, smooth transition. His working punches punches are booty meat. Sensational. They're they're like Shane McMahon shit. Okay, but who in this new generation really have good working punches? Now we're going to talk about that. Nobody really have good working punches anymore. Everybody has good working punches, but they're not great. I would say Roman got good um, good working punches. The Usos? They're pretty solid. Um, who else have good working punches? Not nah, shit. That's all I can really think of. Think. That's, that's, that's about it. Everybody's pretty much the same with working punches. But Punk's is just, his shit is Elias. about as. People sleep on Elias's. Yeah, his shit is decent. Yeah. Um, uh, that's about it. But I mean, I'm just I'm I'm just saying, man, his working punches are all forms. All forms. I oh, don't know, man. GTS, come on, man. The great kid to Kobayashi let him use that. I like that move. I like that move. I like punk. I like punk, but I'm just saying the dude is better on the mic than he is in the ring. Oh yeah, yeah. But that he he is he is great on the mic. Great on the mic. Amazing on the mic. But in the ring, he is he is like I, I give punk in the ring, I give him a B minus in the ring. Okay. I give him a I give him a solid B. A minus. Solid B. Solid B. Uh, B minus. I, I give him that in the ring. Because even ECW, when he was young in his career, I mean, how do you think John Morrison was born? Well, John Morrison's parkour god, right? (laughs) Back at the time, people still knew him as Johnny Nitro. You know how he became John Morrison? His feud with CM Punk. CM Punk made that man John Morrison. But look at how athletic John Morrison is. He was athletic back then with Eminem. Mark, 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 come on, come on, Mark. Do you see? Do you see what I'm doing here? <laughs> of athletes and guys that Punk has been attached with. You see but what I'm doing? They was wrestling similar. They was wrestling yeah. a bunch of I different people in the roster, but they have their best matches until they met CM Punk, or they have matches people remember until they met CM Punk. Punk. What? One of Jeff Hardy's best matches, CM Punk. No, uh, yeah. it's not top that five. Is, it's not top. That ladder match ain't top five. It's at the tail end of the top five. <laughs> Six honorable mention. Disrespectful. Name five. Then you put yourself on the spot. Name what? five. What? <laughs> ooh, uh, ooh. Okay. Uh, the the first uh, what was that the the goddamn uh, first TLC match, Edge and Christian. That's number That's one. That's a tag team match. That's a tag team match. I'm Jeff talking about Hardy solo Jeff Hardy. Solo Jeff Hardy. Solo Jeff Hardy. Solo Jeff Hardy? Solo Jeff Hardy. Okay. 
All right, uh, his ladder match on Raw with The Undertaker. That was my favorite one. I told him that to his face. I that told was, Jeff that to his face. That was that 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 one made Jeff Hardy a single star. I'll I can give you that. Uh, give you that. Rob Van Dam at Invasion or was it, it was Survivor Series? Survivor Series or Invasion? One of them. I think it was Survivor Series. That ladder match was fire. Um, he had a match on Raw with Shawn Michaels. That was a good one. Ah, uh, he's saying it because of Shawn Michaels. I can't. Nah, it's not as memorable. Uh oh. You play. You play with your man, Russ. How you gonna act, man? Watch him off. It's not that memorable. Play with your man, Russ. Watch him off. It's Shawn Michaels on Raw. Ain't like Showstopper, main event, WrestleMania, or something. Shawn Michaels. It was a Raw Shawn Michaels. Come on. He had a good match with Triple H. I think he lost. I don't care about any match with Triple H. I do. I mean, Triple H, Triple H is not that it's bad. Not even, it's not even the top 20 of best Triple H matches, so that don't matter. I like Triple H better than CM Punk. Yes. In the ring. Yes, in the ring, definitely. <laughs> Triple H is a watch of the generation talent in the ring. <laughs> you got it. Uh, uh. Yeah, <laughs> that, that Jeff Hardy CM Punk joke and Jeff Hardy solo career is top three. The rest of them is nothing. If it's better. top three, if it's top three, it's because yeah. of Jeff Hardy. I might give you Orton. I might give you one of the Orton and Hardy matches. I might give you one of them. Look, if CM Punk is in anybody's top five, it's because of the person. That he's facing, but that, not necessarily because of him. That Cena, respectful though, it takes two to make a good match. This last in match in the ring, no, it doesn't. Shawn Michaels can carry a Dorito chip and make a Dorito chip look good. Talking about Shawn fucking Michaels though, that's Shawn Michaels. Yes, everybody can't do that. We just said we talked that. about what Bobby Lashley and Goldberg. You don't know why that match was ass because Goldberg's ass. What? Because Bobby Lashley. So you understand what I'm now? You now you now you're feeding into what I I'm think, saying. I think we're saying the punk, same thing punk. from different perspectives. I'm saying dance to make it good. I'm not. Yeah, but you but punk. you're saying in the aspect like he getting carried. I'm saying no. He no. Seeing punk. Seeing punk, punk can build the match. With his mic skills, he can promote a match. But in the ring, that person that he's facing can carry that shit home. Man, look, man, he was he was making Ryback a star. Come on, man. He ain't ring Ryback is ass. He ain't make no he ain't make his ass a star. You can say he's ass and all that, but in 2013 he was the most over in the company. Because Vince was in love with that dude. That's why. He got legit reactions. The whole crowd was saying, feed me more for a minute. They love Ryback. Not me. Ryback was a fake-ass Goldberg in an RVD outfit. I would say the same thing. But when he did that meat hook in that damn cell shot, people went batshit when he was like, feed me more. <sighs> Not me. People liked Ryback in 2013. I know, but I'm just saying the consistency. You get pops every night. Some of the loudest at times. Hey, I'm just I'm just saying CM Punk in the ring got carried. Not carried, but Ooh. the guys that he was in the ring with made him look better than what he was. 
<laughs> I can't say that, man. I don't think Puck's but, bad anyway. I mean, it's certain certain guys he did look better than. But when you talk about like your Undertakers, your Brock Lesnar's, your Triple H's, all right, he carried Kevin Nash. He that didn't didn't, didn't have a match. Yeah. They, yeah, he carried, he carried Kevin Nash. Um, yeah, a lot of the guys that he was in the ring with, man, like they they kind of. You know why the show was born? I'm just not saying in, it's I'm, not I'm in the ring. It's not in the ring, but <laughs> all right. All right, we talking about in the ring. I don't think he gets carried. I just think he he's a good dance partner. He's a good dance partner. That, that okay. All right, we can, we, can we get to that mutual level? All yeah. right, continue. Bobby Lashley assaulting the teenage <laughs> Gage Goldberg. Best part of the match. This was damn near mystery beat. Are, are we back on the pay per view? Yeah, we're back on pay per view. Oh, okay. My bad, my bad, Mark. I'm sorry. I'm nah, sorry. man, it's, it's good, man. It was funny. I'm kind of tired. I kind of dozed off, but I'm, I was listening. You funny. <laughs> so, what you think of the match, though? Bobby Lashley and Goldberg. Uh. A filler. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it was, was good. To, it was good to see some good old attitude era type violence with the minor. I mean, it is what it is. Should have been the second match on the card. Hey man, Damn. but his son, his son sold it though. Hey, I give him that. I give that to Gage. Yeah, he dead after that. I don't think he had to sell that shit. It's gonna hurt regardless. Tip and center. Bobby Strippers. That's just crazy, though. Just that big-ass old man in the full dose. <laughs> that little boy in the full dose. I didn't say the man. He ain't even a man. <laughs> but uh, other than that moment and the thank you MVP chat, okay, but this match was mystery meat. It was garbage, too. Yeah, it was I, mystery meat. I, I, I hated the finish. I hated the finish and everything. I'm mad that we got to see it again. <laughs> Hey, was this wait, was this match before or after Edge? And no. After. Okay. Oh, I thought we went back. Okay. Cool. All right, man. Tribal Chief of Southeast. Made event, man. Take it away. I'll let you introduce it. Oh. Uh, thank you, man. So so in this match, you know, it was the what was this the main event? We had of course the tribal chief, you know, the head of the table. I like to call him tribal sweet feet, because this man ain't been rocking nothing but Jays and everything, man. Shout out to Roman. And um, you know, everybody's favorite uh guy came what at the end of what was that where he came? Was it money in the bank or something? Where he came from, uh, John Cena, and um, you know, uh, as Russ said throughout us talking outside of the uh, outside of the show, man, like John Cena, he did what he did best, man. He smoked Roman on the mic, and uh, the match itself, man, the match itself was good. The hype, the build up to it was good. Uh, Cena talking about all he needed is three. My only thing I don't, I'm not going to blame no them. I'm going to put the, the fans, man. Like, WWE fans and even wrestling fans as a general, man, they got to have some type of reality to this stuff. Like, if they really thought Cena 
everybody like seeing us like he's living his best life in Hollywood. Like if you can't tell that that man just stopped by just to say that hey, I'm still here, I ain't forget about the company, you know what I'm saying? Like just looking at the comments saying, Oh my god, they really screwed Cena. Like Roman Roman didn't deserve to win. Cena was supposed to win. Like let's 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 come on, come back down to reality, people. I mean, let's be real. Everybody knew this was a pit stop for for John hey, Cena. Hey, exactly. But read, I, I was reading these comments, man. They was really going in on Roman Reigns and WWE because, like, because he lost. He ain't thinking about y'all, man. This man is getting Fast 9 money, DC money. You know what I'm saying? He all about family now. So, you know, we definitely ain't going to see him if he, if he would Vin Diesel and Fast and Furious. This nigga about to be, a, be about family for, like, the next 10 years. So, ain't no telling when he going to come back. And he got that show. He got that show with uh with Lil Rail. Is it a show or a movie? That's a show. That's a show. And then my, he, wife, my wife watched it. And, then, and, and now he got a show like he gonna get it like his spinoff show on HBO Max for the Peacemaker of the Suicide Squad. Like, come on, man. Now, if it's kind of for somebody, he definitely ain't gonna be able to afford John Cena. John Cena just gonna come back just off the love of the sport and the fans. I ain't gonna lie though, the fans. There was a lot of green shirts there from a lot of adults. Like Cena is still the man when it comes to merch and all that. People, it was a lot of. Yeah, I was. I was glad to see him. I was so glad to see him. I was tired of him. No seven. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was tired of him in no seven, but I'm glad to see him. And those those people that were mad that John Cena got screwed, those are some super marks. I'm a mark, but I'm a realistic mark. <laughs> I know <laughs> I know what's being done. <laughs> I know why it's being done. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, interest. I ain't man. Something about Roman Reigns. He's just big time. But let me tell you a story real quick before we start this match. It was before the event started. I'm at the concession stand. You know, we're getting drinks and all that stuff. And my wife noticed it. She was like, why the hell is all these green shirts here? In a matter of like five seconds, I seen like seven green shirts. Like, Cena had it sold out. But coming to the ring with John Cena, what did y'all think of his shirt? And all the controversy that's going on because um, it's very similar to the TM Punk shirt that came out. I'm gonna let y'all handle this. Um, I don't mean to be unprofessional, but I gotta go make water. So excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> now what? Now what's the deal? Because I heard about it, but I don't know the full details on what's. All right, so you see Cena with the Super Mario Three cover design. Uh, TM Punk came out with a shirt like not too long ago. Before that. It pretty much had the same thing with him flying, but it says straight edge. Hmm. So it's almost like he, you know, involuntarily or voluntarily his merch. Uh, you know what? I think Vince did that voluntarily. Cause they 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 tried to do some stuff, they they altered some stuff. Them and AEW, they try to they do little petty shit. Cause I heard another story 
about something else that happened at SummerSlam that kind of, you know, w- between AEW and WWE. So, what was that? So it was uh, with the whole uh, Edge thing. Um, oh, a gang grill? Yeah. So the gang grill, you know, AEW tried to get gang grill to appear on Dynamite, I think before SummerSlam. Yeah, before SummerSlam. And I guess WWE got wind of it. And so that's why they did they did the whole brood thing. The brood uh uh entrance and the whole brood um tease. So I you know, I think that's why they did that. And I don't know, maybe that's why they did the whole maybe that's why they designed the whole John Cena shirt the same way. <laughs> you know, to kind of cut AEW off at the knees or something. I don't know. Yeah. Because, you know, believe it or not, I mean, I don't know who, well, at the moment, CM Punk may be slightly more polarizing than Cena, but John Cena's more popular, definitely. Well, it's not even close. I mean, John Cena might be the most over of all time. I mean, He's uh, no. I said one of them. One of them, because that's one, one of the three. One of the three. Uh four. It's Ooh. bitch ass Hogan. Yeah. Um, Fuck him. Stone Cold, The yeah. Rock, and then yeah. Cena. Wow. We got them real up there. That's what's up. Yeah, I mean, I mean. You got to give it to him. He, he was the most polarizing, man. I mean, you got to give it to him. He he was carrying the company from, I say, about 2006 to about, when did they finally take him out of the picture? 13, 14? Nah, I don't think it was long. It was like 10 years. I would say 05 hey, to 15. Who are yeah. you talking about? Uh, pretty much the most polarizing figures in uh in WWE history. Well, most popular because I don't know. Sometimes I think how they use the word polarizer is an excuse because for a long time of that run, people didn't want Cena to be on top, and it was other people that was deserving to be the man. As we mentioned before, Punk should have been the man at one point. Well, polarizing means who gets the most reaction. That's what polarizing means. You know, Mickey Guerrero's up there. Well, I ain't gonna say she's, you know what I mean. It is what it is. <laughs> she, 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 man, she used to take over. Her appearance alone took over crowds. People sleep with how like over Vicky Guerrero was, man. Yeah. Just by saying two words, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, hey, quick question, right? Um, feel free to, uh, you know, tell me if I'm wrong. Back to what Russ was saying, what we were saying, or what y'all two were talking about earlier, with how, uh, Seamus is like that guy of the 2010s, you know, that doesn't need a title, but was still, like, there or whatever. So for the two thousands, would Chris Benoit have been that person? Him or Eddie? Him or Eddie? 
I would say no with him. I would say yes with Eddie later on. Okay. You see, Eddie Eddie passed in what, 07? Yeah, 07? No, I was like 06. Eddie was, I mean, Chris was 07. Yeah, it was 06. Okay, Chris was 07. Eddie Eddie was 06. Yeah. I say Eddie. I put Eddie. I put Eddie in in there because, yeah, Eddie was oh five. The thing is, Eddie ain't really getting to his rhythm until you know late in his life, unfortunately. Oh, Latin still is when he started really becoming a star. You said when? When he started doing the Latin still gimmick. Because don't get me wrong, Latino Heat and all that it was it was popular, but. He still wasn't like, you know, what I mean, main event. He didn't really get super main event and super over until he started doing live cheating still. Like, Los Guerrero really started getting him up there in that era. Yeah. I say about 03, 04. That's when Eddie was. Damn, all right. Who, who, who lived at the Bel Air Mansion? All right. Oh, that sounds like uh, uh, Mr. Flair, man. Oh, wrestling. Is that who I think it is? Mr. Like last minute, what did you say? Was that who I think it was? Man, huh? She's a Charlotte fan. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about Emma. Oh well, we laugh. Edit that. But uh, <laughs> thoughts on the main event, though. Main event, fire, fire, great match. I thought it was a great match. Um, what happened after the match really sold it, but I would y'all the whole time. It kind of takes the fun from it when you know what's going to happen. There was no doubt in my mind he was going to lose because his schedule was too public. Right. Yeah, if he won a title, we know he wouldn't have time to defend the title. Yeah, but I didn't think Brock was coming back. Wasn't expecting that. Ooh, I told you he was coming back. I just say I, I told you. I told you he was coming back, man. I mean, what a pop. It was a great pop. I mean, that's the most, most excited I got all night. I told you he was coming back. Man. But no, nah, my man Brock was a ponytail, though. I hate it. You need to cut that off, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate it. He looked like he'd been in Canada for two years, hunting and chopping down lumber and working out with nature, hanging out with the hearts and shit. <laughs> that that pony that ponytail is struggling too, boy. You need to go ahead and let that go. <laughs> oh man, look like a real live horse tail. That's, that's what it looked like. 
But I wanted to talk more detail after the match, though. What do you think Brock Lesnar interest and then y'all seen Paul Heyman face? What do y'all think this is going to lead to as far as the storyline? <laughs> um, Brock uh, Lesnar is going to have two alphas fighting over him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's hilarious, though. Paul Heyman looked like he got caught cheating. Oh, uh, yeah, no, right. He's like, it, it wasn't me. It's looking like. But I believe push comes to shove, he's going to go back to Brock. He's not going to stay with Roman. Yeah, they they, they were kind of. Never mind. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> shut up. Tell it, man. Tell it. Nah, no, same will watch SmackDown. You'll see. Nah, man. No, because he, he ruined it for me, so you're going to tell it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, they they're they're teasing dissension amongst the bloodline, mainly with Paul Heyman. The Usos they 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 they, they question the shit out of out of Paul Heyman. So we'll see. Because Paul Heyman was acting all like timid and weird with Roman tonight, and Roman acted like he didn't have a clue. So they're teasing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that stare down, man, meant a lot, man. That's going to be a – I mean, it's – I like it the match now because the roles has changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we're getting Roman in his true form against Brock. Mm-hmm. Like the Uso, Usos, they they were the ones they, – they're the ones who's suspecting that Paul Heyman is trying to – Set Roman up. So, Roman is putting on the perception that Paul Heyman is family. So, you think that's going to cause? Man, you thinking that's going to cause a division between Roman and and the Usos? No, I I think more so with Heyman. I think they're going to try to push Heyman out the door. Okay. Or like give him no choice but to leave. Okay. Well, uh, Mr. Jones, let me ask, can I ask you a question, Mr. Jones? Sure. And, and so, in true WWE fashion, it's always a lot that goes on after the show ends. Yeah. Um. So, is there anything that we missed? I mean, I probably missed it because there's a such thing as Instagram and Twitter and all of that, but. What we got to show is, well, I mean, this is my second summer. The other summer slam I went to was 2014, and we know the main event of that was Brock versus John Cena, aka the birth of Suplex City. Mm-hmm. And what we seen here was pretty much the end of 2014, just in a much more quicker, damaging way. We saw Brock snap pretty much. Gave Cena some nice little suplexes, a couple of F5s, and went on his way. <laughs> so that was a great way to go home. Sensational. Great way to go home. But I ain't like the whole D Ambrose outfit he had on with the black tank top and the jeans, though. Yeah, that was weird. 
Because Rocky's look different, man. He looks like he's from over there. And I ain't know how to get there, so I didn't like it. <laughs> he looks like he's from over there, you know how to get there. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this, this match was good. The ending was good. Now let's roll to um SummerSlam here. What did y'all rank it? <sighs> it was Decent, the whole show. Okay, to yeah. decent. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, Russ. Go ahead. My fault. Are you you done? Nah. He, um. Wow. Well, I tell you my experience overall. So my experience overall is. Uh-huh. I thought it I thought it was it was fun live. The crowd made it good. Right. A lot of ups and downs. I think the show could have been all time great if it was executed right. But I ain't gonna lie, the Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair thing really hurt the show for me personally in my live experience. I mean a couple of the matches I thought could do without because I mean I was there for over six hours. It was a long ass pay per view. Mm-hmm. Like and we was there for a long time. I'm glad we went home happy, like the WWE post to with the whole Brock Lesnar thing. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me ask you this too, because it's so long, like six hours. It was there like a little break in between for you all that we possibly didn't see. I mean, other than the no, yeah, I probably had the Peacock commercials. They showed them on there. Now I'm and, talking about with y'all because you know it was six hours, like you saying. Like well, was I mean, like a- they had a DJ before. The DJ was cool, like an hour. Like, it started, the doors open like 2.30, 3 o'clock, a little late. And after it started, they had a DJ for a while and then the pre-show. But the thing is, you don't hear the pre-show or nothing. You just see Booker T and them down there. But a lot of people, you know, was getting a, a refreshments or they were sitting there. They just turned on their peacock and watched the pre-show, see what they were saying. And... Then the show just started. It flowed straight through. We had a few commercials. Also, um, a spoiler, too. Uh, Money in the Bank next year is going to be back in Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. So that's pretty dope. Are you going? Uh, prob- I'm going to tell you why, probably, because it's 4th of July weekend. And everybody knows what 4th of July weekend is. Uh, you know wait, what I mean? What's 4th of July weekend? My birthday. Oh, I thought it was. I knew that. Like I thought it was something else besides that. Okay. No, it's, <laughs> my, it's, my, it's my birthday, so I mean, it's it's possible, but it depends on how the product is by then. And then I know we were trying to meet up for Mania. Stay tuned for that. Grapple Mania. I'm be honest though. I wanted, yeah, I know Grapple Mania, Mania. That'll be dope. But the thing is, I wanted to go to SummerSlam for not even particularly for well, the few matches I really wanted to see was Edge and Seth, and you know the main event, of course. Mm-hmm. And definitely to see Bobby live, support Bob. But the reason I really wanted to go is the stadium. I, that, it's a beautiful stadium. Like Raiders, they, they got one with that stadium. And being in that stadium was pretty dope. Even though the POS system and their concessions and stuff wasn't working. But for the most part, it was a good experience live, man. It was another good SummerSlam live as far as live experience. As far as the matches and stuff in the ring, it wasn't the best. But the good thing about it is you did get an all-time classic, I think, from that, and that would be Seth and Edge. 
Mm-hmm. And speaking of Sapphire Edge, man, let me just say, man, like, I'm you experienced the end, but I was able to experience where it started in DC in 2014 at the at then the Verizon Center now the Capital One Arena or whatever. Like, I I, I remember that Edge and Christian hosted Raw that night, and uh. I will never forget that night because, man, I ran to the bathroom. I had too much cherry Coke with the popcorn, and I missed the return of Randy Orton that night, man. But I remember that night, him having his foot on the back of Edge's neck, man. I remember it just to bring back the authority, man. That's what's up. You see how it all comes for a full circle there. Right. <laughs> but uh, what you rank this pay-per-view overall? Oh, man. You said, I. I was I was gonna give it a great if it wasn't for Bianca Belair, man. And the Becky yeah. Lynch. So I'm gonna give it a good. I'm gonna give it a real good one. Yeah, because it had some good matches, man. I, I think I think matches. the triple threat with Charlotte was pretty good, better than I thought. Right. Uh, the Usos they put on. Um what else was good? Sheamus and Damian Priest was a pretty good one. Great opener. Like, like Perfect opener. With it was only that, two yeah. bad matches, and that was Alexa and and Eva Marie, and then the Bianca squash. Yeah, Everything else was solid. The Goldberg one was pretty bad too, but oh, that's about yeah. it. Bobby wasn't bad, but Goldberg was. He still had a good moment there. Right, man. especially at the end when MVP picked up the mic, was like he didn't know it was him. <laughs> yeah, so he made sure Bobby go to jail that night. <laughs> right. I thought that was hilarious, but I mean, other than that, man, anything else you want to say before we take it home? Nah, man. Um, this was fun, man. Um, oh, I do want to let them know. Um, when we, I'm not sure what next next episode, next week's episode about, but uh, we got a special guest. You know, I'm let y'all know, Flair Jones. He he pulled the he made an OG call, so you know we will have a special guest, man. And um, on the behalf of Big Russ, that can lift seventeen trucks and a pair of blue chucks, you know, man. But, hey, we love y'all. We thank y'all for listening, man. We we coming back with more. Yeah, continue to support us on Anchor. If you listen to this Facebook group, Grapple Mania, that one has four A's. Grapple Mania, and this is your host, Flair Jones. Ooh, and my co-host today, man, it's your man. Fortune 500, Tribal Chiefs, Tribal Chief Southeast, you know. Oh, hey. and one more thing, man. You know, uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a video call you and Russ, September 11th on the Capital One Arena at the at the WWE Super Show. You know what I'm saying? You're going to catch me on the floor to the left, nine rows back behind the, uh, what you call them guys, man? The, 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 not announcers, but the commentators. I'm going to be to the left of them. I'm going to be nine rows back on the floor. You know what I'm saying? I might make my way up. You know, black people always not get close to seats in stadiums, man. So you know how that go. Fire. And then Big Russ, guy can lift seven trucks. Till next time, we holler at y'all. Peace. Yes, sir.